The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about SEO, podcasting, SEO podcasting, and all sorts of content marketing. Joining us is Aaron Sparks, who is the host of the Edge of the Web podcast and the president of Site Strategics, which is a company that connects with the top digital marketing guests from around the planet and gives their audience access to digital marketing best practices on how to improve their SERPs. Yesterday, Aaron and I talked about omni-channel assets that educate Google, and today we're going to continue the conversation and talk about entity SEO. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash a w t all right here's the second part of my conversation with aaron sparks the president of site strategics and the host of the edge of the web podcast aaron welcome back to the voices of search podcast thank you ben always good to have you on the show good to see you again buddy how you've been since yesterday it's been fantastic i'm sorry i'm wearing the same clothes it's okay don't tell anybody (laughs) we record all these episodes at once Hey, look, yeah, and we just finished a conversation talking about omni-channel assets that educate Google. And we talked a lot about Jason Barnard's search. Basically, you can take your content, put it in credible sources and create a search or a SERP related to your brand, your company, and start to basically feed Google the information that you want to publish. So you're getting all sorts of fun little widgets on the search. That's one way to tackle SEO, but it has to do a lot with understanding what the entity you're trying to promote is. 
Talk to me a little bit about what Entity SEO is and how can you control it? Yeah, oh, thank you, Ben. And it's always a pleasure to, to sit down and speak with you. I think we need to actually kind of uh, reset as SEOs, reset what we're pursuing. Because I think we've been down a kind of a cul-de-sac for a while going after keywords. Keywords are dead. And we cannot look at keyword ranking anymore as a factor of success. We have to understand our job is to be able to communicate to Google on behalf of our client, right? How well they know the information in which they're trying to demonstrate in front of Google and the subject matter expertise that they have has so many dependencies. So if you're trying to promote a particular service like a laundromat, right? Then just having a page out there with laundromat keywords does not satisfy Google, hasn't for the longest time, but we're, as SEOs, we're, we're catching up to it somewhat fast, <laughs> a good deal more uh, uh, speedily now than ever before. But the point being is that there's much more kind of tapestry of knowledge that Google's actually wanting to pay attention to. And you actually said it right in the previous segment is that Google is the customer. We need to treat Google as if it's trusting us, right, and verifying who we are, what we do, how valuable the relationship is, and trust goes into how much you know about a particular topic. Entity is is really where the patents all lied, laid uh, for Google a long time ago. In fact, they were submitting entity SEO patents, although it wasn't coined that. But, uh, I mean, Bill Slosky was tracking what Google was doing for the longest time, all the different pieces of understanding of a, of a key knowledge graph. It was organizing its understanding of the universe. And, I mean, hundreds of patents a year are being submitted to be able to process information in a, not only a unique way, but in a related way. So we are in the world of an AI, an AI search engine that's wanting to learn. It's hungry to learn. It's literally a child trying to figure out how much it can trust you. And there is a tipping point whenever you have enough information on your site, off your site, as well as all the mediums in which it trusts. It trusts video, it trusts audio, it trusts inbound references, although links themselves and the authority of links are starting to dissipate, just like John Mueller said. It's needing to trust you, but you've got to feed it. And you have to demonstrate your knowledge of of a service or a topic and all of the subtopics that are related. And you have to represent that, like I said, not only on your website, but also in the kind of the, the, the verifiable data collection that Google's doing outside your website. Did I go too far? I want to go back. Yeah. Uh, like just like Jack from Lost. We have to go back. <laughs> and I'm going to go back to the last time I had a real job. The J-O-B. Yeah. Working for somebody else, getting a paycheck, W-2. You mentioned the example of uh, laundry as a keyword. Yeah. And you can't just stuff the word laundry into a website to rank anymore. I happened to be the first marketing hire at Rinse.com oh. back in the day. And it was a laundry and dry cleaning, or it is a laundry and dry cleaning delivery startup. I believe they're still around. And uh, we had the hardest time with marketing. The reason why we had the hardest time is that people aren't necessarily searching for laundry Right? It's not a, a delivery service that people are actively searching a ton for. So therefore, we were reliant on paid marketing. But there's a need. This is an entity. There's a service that we can provide. You know, What's the way that we can build value around an entity in something like 
laundry, which personally I struggled with marketing myself. Right. Well, give me some advice here on how to think of that type of entity and actually make some traction for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think one of the best reveals over the last couple of years has been uh, people also ask representation on, on Google, okay, on the SERP itself. If you actually start Googling any of the other key concepts here, PAAs are actually showing up right there. Four questions that people also ask, right? And as soon as you actually signal an intent, they're actually positioned with particular demarcations. So for example, laundry service, I just typed in laundry service. And the four questions are, how much should I pay someone to do a load of laundry? What are the laundry services? What is same day laundry service? And how do I choose a good laundry service, right? Now they are demarcated out to particular intents. And if you actually start interacting with that first question, the PAAs change because Google now knows that you're actually looking for a transaction and you need to actually be educated on how to navigate what you should actually pay for a laundry service. So there's not, there's going to be more information. So I'm just going to put this, the coin in the slot, so to speak, right? And I find out that, uh, you know, the laundry range is, to, the cost to actually wash a little laundry is between $1.5 and $4, $1.50 and $4, right? But all of a sudden, the PAA has just changed for me. Now I see, can I pay people to do my laundry? And is it cheaper to do laundry at home? By that single intent, Google's now responding to me with, hey, you're interested in this. I'm going to give you this, this, and this, all right? These are all subject matter sub points to the concept of laundry service. And if you keep on following those rabbits down the rabbit hole with PAA, you're going to have plenty of information and knowledge of what Google thinks is important to its consumer. If Google thinks it's important to your consumer, you should have it on your website in one way, shape, or form to communicate to Google's audience, right? Subject matter expertise and information, okay? Google's intent, they've declared it a long time ago, is not to bring traffic to websites. It's to serve information to this customers, right? To be able to provide better information to his customers. If you can actually just follow that pathway and follow the, the neural pathways of decision-making in that small, that small breakout of four questions and answer those questions on your own website, as well as on, on social media, as well inside of imagery on your website or other areas, uh, even in your Google business profile, you start providing that information, you're going to be resonating with exactly what Google's providing its own customers. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. 
So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Fun fact, the average cost of a load of laundry is around 3 to $4. The average cost of doing laundry at home is 2 to $3. You went but after you them, did. didn't you? <laughs> yeah, well, you still have to buy the washer and dryer, and that costs $1,200 to $1,400, said 24hourlaundromat.com. Turns out they want you to do your laundry at their laundromat. Neither here or there, what you're <laughs> saying is there's a way to build your entity relationship with Google by understanding the questions that people are asking. What are they already answering? But there is content that already exists for those questions. So how do you figure out how to answer the questions that have already been answered and try to outrank someone so your entity ranking on Google improves? Right. Or building unique content that Google is going to, I don't know, digest and try to figure out if that should be the question that they're asking. Well, two ways is, yeah, there's a lot of content out there and everybody's answered everything every way they possibly could. But I want to point out your example here. You hit across that 24-hour coinlaundromat.com, right? Their intent is to actually, their intent is to persuade you that it's a lot more uh, uh, efficient and inexpensive to actually use their services, right? The gap right there in that is that Google is putting information in because it doesn't have any other information to solve that problem. If you actually move content in front that is actually not intended to persuade them to actually use your service, but actually give information that's more of a consumer advocacy space, you're actually going to be moving 24-hour laundromat aside because their goal is to persuade people to actually buy from them. And that means that your content cannot be matching the consumer funnel all the time. You've got to get out of that funnel and actually advocate for the customer and it may actually be to the detriment of your own sales, but Google is going to be trusting that more than in the funnel piece of content. Those in the funnel piece of content have educated Google for a long time, but if you start seeing the gaps, right, you can then start wedging in between what the answers are because Google's abhors a vacuum. So whatever it was able to pick up for those PAAs, it's striving to learn more. So if you can actually give some more, more unbiased information about coin-operated laundry versus the cost of, of uh, investment of a laundry, an internal area, washer and dryer. <laughs> then, uh, wow, don't know if that was a synapse firing Washy or thingy. a stroke. <laughs> the I'm going to guess who does the laundry at your house. Yeah, no, you. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but finding that gap, you're going to actually earn more trust because you're not you're not trying to move somebody into what you're wanting. Does that make sense? I think the summary that I have here is that if you're trying to improve how Google evaluates your entity, it's not just about content. You're not just writing in keyword stuffing, entity name, entity name, entity name. You have to understand what people are looking for related to the entities. You could use the questions that's on Google's homepage to try to figure out what they're asking you to answer but you have to be authentic. You have to have the consumer's best interest in mind. And often, some of the times, that can be complicated because it might not mean that you're putting what is language that is always beneficial to your customer. Actually, 
it's more expensive to use a dry cleaning and laundry delivery service than it is to do your laundry at home. No However, shit, Sherlock, but <laughs> it's a lot easier to have somebody do the folding than to do it yourself. That's exactly the pitch here is you could save three hours is the dollar you're going to save a week doing laundry worth right. it or should you be ex- or you should you be outsourcing that task your family time's more valuable than you doing laundry right your, that was yeah, always your professional my pitch time. i don't know why they got rid of me so quickly <laughs> aaron help me out here back me up buddy the second point the second point here uh what we're talking about is the amplification into different mediums, right? So you're finding the gap, but you're also answering the question. Again, we're trying to solve the customer's problem. That's what Google's trying to do. So we might as well do it as well and solve it with audio, with video, short snippets, things that are going to meet the consumer where they are. If they come across a video about two things that you need to know about how to evaluate a laundry service, right? And get it into that 30-second, 45-second consumable, then that, that YouTube short. Those are the different points of of consumers' trust and engagement. And if you're giving authentic content, right, and you're solving a problem that nobody else is actually solving, finding the gap, you're double-barreled right there. You're actually being going to be trusted more and more because you're amplifying your answer based on the mosaic that Google is now trusting. If Google can find the right answer from your brand in multiple places where their customers are looking for the answer to their question, They're going to prioritize your content more than they're going to prioritize somebody else's. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Aaron Sparks, the president of Site Strategics and the host of the Edge of the Web podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with Aaron, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Aaron Sparks, E-R-I-N-S-P-A-R-K-S. Or you could visit his company's website, which is sitestrategics.com. That's S-I-T-E-S-T-R-A-T-E-G-I-C-S.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed on the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.